0: In Disney World, here I come. <laughs> oh. Been to Disney World one too many times, have we? Every time we go to Disney World. Mickey Mountain. go Oh, Disney World! Disney World! Disney World! Oh. A whole new world. Go back. Going to Disney World for the first time, or for the first time in a long time, you know, I don't believe I've ever been to Disney World, can often lead to people feeling overwhelmed and stressed out. I'm freaking out, man. Not to worry, in this edition, we are breaking everything down in a quick and easy to understand fashion so you can be better prepared to Disney your face off. And here we go. First off, let's get one thing straight. Okay, time out, time out. Disneyland is over there. Disney World is down there. Disneyland equals small. Disney World equals big. Huge. Disney World covers 27,000 acres, which is 43 square miles. Ah! In fact, Disneyland can fit into Disney World 51 times or just in the parking lot at the Magic Kingdom. My mind is blown. Think the size of San Francisco Metro or Manhattan. The sheer size of Disney World can catch folks off guard and end up causing some miserable situations if you're not careful. That's it, I'll go. There are four theme parks, two water parks, 34 resorts, an expansive shopping complex, four golf courses, and a mini-golf location. Is that all that it is? That's all it is. When people talk about Disney World, they usually think of the Magic Kingdom, the iconic Cinderella Castle, Main Street, Dumbo, and of course. Pirate. With over 40 rides, including the new Tron roller coaster, not to mention parades, and a nightly firework show, you may want to spend more than 1 day at the Magic Kingdom. Typical food snacks such as Mickey-shaped ice cream and Dole Whips are a rite of passage for the Disney World rookies. This is one of those rookie things, right? But they also have unique dining experiences at Cinderella's Royal Table inside the castle and Be Our Guest at the Beast's Castle as well as other restaurants. Yeah. Guests be our guests Casey's Corner is the most popular quick service dining hot dogs get your hot dogs here Woohoo! the next park is Epcot world famous Walt Disney's Epcot Center often referred to as the giant golf ball Fire! Epcot is a combination of rides innovation culture and of course Fire! newer rides can be found such as Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster I am broke Remy Ratatouille's Adventure and Frozen Ever After. To go along with the older classics such as Soarin', Spaceship Earth, and Test Track. I want to go fast. Plenty of characters throughout the park, including Elsa and Anna from Frozen, can be found. But let's be honest, Epcot is known for two things. and the international showcase wraps around the lake with a ton of food and drink options represented by various countries various festivals happen throughout the year such as flower and garden festival of the arts and the popular food and wine well wine this is the park where many disney adults go for a different type of magical experience. Let's get bombed! Yeah. Yeah. Hollywood Studios is the smallest of the Disney parks, but currently the most popular, which can make for crowded spaces. people, where did all these people come from? This is mainly due to the popularity of Toy Story Land and that little thing called Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is a must-do experience for Star Wars. Nerds! Uh, fan. Must do's include taking part in the Rise of the Resistance attraction or walking through and piloting the Millennium Falcon. As well as characters, unique food and drink, lightsaber and droid building, just all the Star Wars y things. I assure you the droids are not malfunctioning. Toy Story Land. T O Y Toy. is just fun with Slinky Dog Roller Coaster, Toy Story Mania, and Aliens Flying Saucers. Other rides throughout the park include iconic Tower of Terror, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, and Aerosmith's Rock and Roller Coaster, which is the only roller coaster in Disney World that goes upside down. Is this your idea of fun, man? The Indiana Jones Show is an old classic to go along with the Beauty and the Beast show, as well as the Frozen Sing Along. Animal Kingdom is the largest park in Disney World. Big, huge, combining culture from Asia and Africa. To go with a full African-themed Savannah Zoo. The this park is full of details and worth taking some time to explore. The Tree of Life greets you in the middle of the park. That is one big entry. Head right to go on the Everest roller coaster. Everest. Uh. Head left to go to Africa. Africa. an animal jeep tour or take in a full broadway style show of the lion king and of course there is the land of pandora avatar thing avatar complete with floating mountains if you're an avatar uh, fan nerds then plan to take some time here to enjoy all the details the flight of passage ride is a must we fly them you fly them typhoon lagoon and blizzard beach represent the two water parks these parks are small and often less crowded, and is what you'd expect from a water park with wave pools, lazy rivers, and waterslides. Yeah! Water Although not a park, Disney Springs is a must-do for Disney World goers. It acts as a giant outdoor shopping mall with tons of shopping. I have to go shopping now. And Fire! if you don't like to shop, Shopping? Then you probably should just drink at the various bars, pubs, and drinking carts. There are simply way too many dining options to list, but popular selections are Chef Arthur's Homecoming, Morimoto Asia, and Gideon's Bakehouse. Who wants a cookie? Nom, 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 there are over 30 resorts inside the Disney Bubble. 30, 32 perks to staying on Disney property include early access to the parks so suckers. and using Disney's transportation system. Battling traffic to and from the parks at Disney World can be quite the time waster and magic zapper. Always try. To- Always traffic. There are three categories to Disney Resorts. Value, Moderate, and Deluxe. All resorts have a unique theme, pools, pay-to-play arcades, and various daily activities. Things to do. The biggest perk to staying at the Value Resorts is price. Saving money. <laughs> the price point typically reflects what you'd expect to stay at a typical hotel in any major city, but with a disney theme twist. <laughs> value resorts do not have an on-site restaurant. Instead, they opt for a food court-style eatery. The pound-for-pound best value resort is generally considered to be Pop Century, which boasts fun decor from the decades nineteen fifty to 1990s. When was 1990s? It also boasts access to the Skyliner, to Hollywood Studios, and Epcot. Moderates are a step up from the values, but not quite a deluxe, essentially landing in the middle. I am the smartest man alive! They typically have a restaurant or two to go along with a quick grab and go style dining and have nicer grounds than a value resort. Unlike values, the pools have slides. My ultimate summer getaway, complete with water slides. With most moderates, busing to the parks is the only option, with the exception being the Caribbean Resort, which has access to the Skyliner. You can buy, you can buy. If you want the full Disney experience and looking to go big, then these are the resorts for you. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. They are massive, big, huge with grand lobbies and multiple restaurants ranging from quick-grab-and-go to fine dining. Snooty? Snotty. They also have their own coffee and bakery locations. Coffee? Most deluxe resorts have multiple means of travel to get to the park, with the exception being the Animal Kingdom, due to not disturbing the animals ranging from the savannah. The The pools have slides, and the Beach Club has its own 3 acre water park. One of the best perks to going big with deluxe resorts is the bonus after hours. This two-hour period twice a week at the parks allows for only deluxe resort guests to ride rides, making it a great way to skip the lines. The only drawback to the deluxe resorts is... Money. But it's the not-so-small price to pay for... Oh, nothing but the best. With over 400 places to eat in the Disney bubble... Really? That many? Food at Disney is a big deal. It's a thing. There are categories, quick service, table service, and signature dining. Quick service is grab and go, mobile order, fast food type approach. Hurry! Quality can range, but it's typically cheaper and quick. You order your food, you get your food, you go find a place to sit down and eat your food. Simple. Table service restaurants are what you would expect at a typical restaurant. You're hungry, sit down, eat. In most cases, you will need a dining reservation, that's important. The quality of the food is typically better than quick service and prices of style of eating can vary from all you can eat, character meals, a la carte and fixed menus. Okay I get it. Signature dining is Disney's version of fine dining. Fancy. Casual business attire will be required. Look like a banker in this Except at the signature dining restaurants inside the parks. Dress code means the price tag is higher, but the food and service are typically excellent. Perfect for special occasions where you want a special dining experience or if you just enjoy high quality dining. I'm kind of a big deal. If fancy dining makes you uncomfortable, that's the fork I knew. Not to worry. They do a great job at making you feel comfortable. It happens all the time. The menus will have something for everyone, including kids. I got chili dogs over there? To get into the parks, you will need a park pass and a park ticket. Tickets. Tickets. Great tickets. The park pass reservation system is constantly changing, but at the time you simply check availability for your park dates, buy the ticket, and then assign the park pass reservation to your ticket. All right. The base ticket is the simplest, cheapest way to enjoy a park. Bam. Come and go as much as you like, but it's just the one park for the day. That's important. That is important. Bummer, but important. The park hopper is an upgraded ticket which allows you to visit multiple parks in one day. I wanted to travel around, see the world. Park hopping is great for hitting the highlights at multiple parks. It doesn't matter which one you choose. You, know, you do you, but don't forget. What a park! Have their own separate ticket, or can be used as an add-on to the park hopper ticket. Let's ride. Disney World has multiple ways to ride an attraction. So much so, many people get confused by this. Inconceivable standby you get in line wait your turn you ride it's simple if you don't care who you ride with all by myself you can enter the single rider version of the standby line for a much quicker route to getting on the attraction the genie genie. if you buy the genie plus option you can skip the standby line by selecting the ride at the time on the mobile app this is a great way to save a lot of time if you plan on riding a lot throughout the day oh yeah individual lightning lanes the big ticket attractions in each park that aren't included in the regular genie plus lightning lanes you pay for this separately to skip the biggest line of the day crowd what crowd combination of these methods is the best way to skip the lines and save the most time but the money can add up pretty quickly so all our money's gone all your money there are multiple options for getting from place to place in disney world if you brought your own car or a rental driving can be quite convenient Disney has a constant flow of buses hustling from resorts to parks from an hour before park opening to an hour after park closes. We're taking the bus. This is a gondola style of transportation buy, that goes from Hollywood Studios to Epcot and a handful of resorts. The lines move quickly, but keep in mind the Skyliner shuts down if there's lightning nearby. Lightning. The Magic Kingdom Resort Loop circles around the Magic Kingdom Resorts and Magic Kingdom, while the express monorail doesn't stop at the resorts along the way. Monorail, 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 monorail. From the Tickets and Transportation Center, you can take a monorail to Epcot. Monorail. Certain resorts have a boating option to get to and from the Magic Kingdom, while Riverside and French Quarter have boating options to get to Disney Springs. You're going to need a bigger boat. The Magic Kingdom Resorts all have walking paths to the Magic Kingdom. Get to step in while beach and yacht clubs and Boardwalk Resort provide easy walking access to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. You can always pay for a ride share through the Lyft app. I need a ride. This can be nice to skip the bus crowds, but keep in mind, Lyft drivers cannot go straight to the Magic Kingdom. You shall not pass! They will drop you off at the Ticket and Transportation Center. Bummer. If you want to pay an upcharge over a typical Lyft, I see what's happening, yeah. You can get personally chauffeured by a Disney cast member in a decked out minivan. Well, look at what we have here. These are very popular and can often lead to a longer wait, but unlike driving or using a lift, the minivan will drop you straight at the Magic Kingdom. That's awesome. Now that you have a basic understanding of all things Disney World, Mind's blown. You're welcome. I hope this video has you more prepared to Disney your face off. Come on. Do it. Do it! Until next time. Have fun storming the castle.